We've all heard of fintech, but behavioral fintech? What on earth is that? How does it impact the way consumers interact with their financial institutions? And why is it going to be a big, big deal as 2022 kicks off? To pinpoint the trends and opportunities, as well as what makes behavioral fintech go, we'll talk with Mickey Goldwasser, Vice President, Marketing and Chief of Staff at PayRails. From the studios of Karma Productions Worldwide in Chicago, this is Lou Carlozo's Bankadelic. Bankadelic, the colorful side of finance, where we supply expert views, riff on the news, innovate and investigate actionable insights, unscripted banking with a caffeine kick. I'm your host, Lou Carlozo, inviting you to sit back, grab a cuppa, kick up your feet. Here we go. If you're looking to grow your digital banking business, check out Lemonade LXP, the digital growth platform for financial institutions and fintechs. Lemonade LXP has both ingredients you need to drive digital growth, a learning experience platform that uses daily micro-learning to give staff the knowledge and confidence they need to promote and support your digital capabilities, and a digital adoption platform that supports your digital capabilities with technology walkthroughs that you can author in just minutes. So if you're rolling out new technology, merging with or acquiring another FI, or just looking to drive digital banking growth, you gotta drink the lemonade. For more information, check out Lemonade LXP at www.lemonadelxp.com. Thanks for tuning in to Bankadelic. Lou Carlosa, your host, and you know, I'm a happy guy. <laughs> but today I am especially happy because we have a guest on the podcast who's talking about a subject I am both passionate about and need to learn quite a bit about. So I'm going to let him do his thing. And that's Mickey Goldwasser, the Vice President Marketing and Chief of Staff at PayRails. In that role, Mickey leads all marketing, product marketing, public relations, channel go-to-market, and communication strategies and efforts. He's a passionate, accomplished, results-driven marketing, product, and business development professional, and also a fintech industry veteran who spent his entire career with a focus on helping community and regional banks and credit unions better compete against the mega banks and money centers. Mickey, welcome to Bankadelic. Lou, it's just a pleasure to be here. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. And thanks for the opportunity. So we're all being hopefully optimistic for good things to come in 2022. And again, thanks for the time today. I love this topic. Yeah, what a topic it is. And I have to confess, not just to you, but to my listening audience, while I like to bill myself as someone who knows everything, <laughs> this is not a topic I am really well versed on. And we were talking off mic about how behavioral fintech is not exactly something new and yet it's new to a lot of us help us understand what it is how it got its start why it matters yeah so there's often a thing is we as consumers and we're very busy but we kind of live by this mantra and the mantra is look if you're gonna offer me something it really needs to be timely it has to be relevant to me so that i'll care about it so that's kind of like a basis of everything when you think about it. And you're right, studying behavior 
It's not a new idea. In fact, years ago, they used to call it industrial psychology. And now I think you'll hear terms like human factors, but it was simple, like they would literally take a factory and they noticed that if they changed the light bulbs and it had like a different color to it or a different tint to it, production went up. And everybody's like, why is that? And what it is, is it influenced behavior. And so it really goes back to the better that I as a consumer feel known, the more apt I am to be open to doing business with you. We as humans who are very busy and have low attention spans, let's be honest, we live our lives trying to multitask, but we're not really good at it. The better, and in this case, a banker or credit union knows me, the more happy I'm gonna be with that institution. Happy, happy. I love where this discussion is going because it's a secret sauce, right? Financial institutions, and with good reason, tend to think a lot about numbers, about meeting customers where they are, providing frictionless experience, but there is something underneath all of that. How does behavioral fintech impact the way that consumers are interacting with their financial institutions? Yeah, that's a great question. I like boiling things down. We as consumers, <laughs> feeling that we're understood and feeling that we're supported, I mean, that goes a long way for all of us, right? And so when you ask people, well, why do you bank with a particular institution? Sometimes you'll hear the answer, well, they just really know me. And you'll say, well, how do you know me? Well, I can go into the branch and all that. How does that translate into the digital world? Because we still wanna feel that I'm known, that I'm an individual, that I'm being treated to a personalized experience. So that's how that kind of translates into where FinTech is going. And when we think about what you've just described, I'm gonna take a little phrase out of there, where FinTech is going in 2022. Help me understand, help the audience understand where behavioral FinTech is headed. I think where it's headed is to offer technology that gives us as consumers access to the big picture. You'll hear terms like financial wellness. So how am I doing today? And what should I be doing to continue to be successful? And how can you help me do that? So that's kind of where technology is heading. It's how do I translate personalization and experience into the digital world? Can we design as technologists and offer solutions that are based on behavioral research and patterns and how consumers interact with their bank or credit union these days digitally. The pandemic was a big booster in the sense that it opened up the digital channel across all demographics. So whether you're young, mid-aged, older, and think people were using the digital channel. And one thing came out about it, they realized, hey, this is pretty convenient. This is something, while I might've been forced to use it, I like it because it simplifies my life. And so that's the impetus, you know, that technology has to look in how do I continually deliver on a better experience that consumers will say, I like this because it simplifies my life. There's a lot of value in that. If you're working with a financial institution and they're saying to you, Mickey, yeah, this sounds great, but I'll tell you what, how do I get started with this stuff? What does this mean in terms of my day-to-day -day operations? Where do I even begin? What would you tell them? The good news in all this is that while branches are certainly not going away, banks and credit unions have always looked to how do I take advantage of the digital channel? So 
by offering online banking and mobile banking and payment solutions, and really kind of extending what their branch is into the digital environment, where I, as the consumer, can be looked upon, I'm kind of like a virtual branch. I'm coming to the institution and I want to check my balances and I want to pay for things. And so banks and credit unions have been thinking about it, but that thinking can now be accelerated because there are new dimensions that come into the big picture here. And that is to personalize and predict the big advantage that financial institutions have is they have tons of data. The question has always been, how do I utilize that data? And so now we have tools available such as AI, artificial intelligence and machine learning. And I can use those tools to understand and improve customer engagement. It's really how I can frame recommendations that again, lead to that personalized environment. So institutions today should be looking at, hey, the solutions I have in place, are they gonna allow me to get closer to my consumers in the digital world? The starting point to me is to evaluate the technologies that you have in place and say, are there ways to make this better? And then are there ways that I can implement those types of solutions that are going to have value to a consumer because we can simplify their lives? This is all so crucial to the thing that you seem to be very passionate about, which is helping credit unions and smaller banks compete with the mega banks. If they get this right, Mickey, what is it going to mean to them in terms of being able to step up and do business competitively and successfully? <laughs> to me, there's an incredible opportunity to leverage technology and you're kind of delivering on the understanding of your consumers. So behavior translates into emotion. If I feel I'm having a great experience with my financial institution and I feel that they know me and that they're engaging with me in a personal level with the end benefit that I'm able to manage my financial wellness better, there's a lot of value in that for me. There's a lot of loyalty in that for me where I would turn in a conversation and say, I don't know why you just don't use XYZ institution because they do all these things for me. And so that partnership really becomes more of that human contact, only it's in the digital world where they just seem to know, again, going back to the fact that we're all so busy that when we're offered for things like do it for me, we use that a lot around payrolls. There's a lot of value in that the ability for me to say, they take care of that for me. It's kind of like having a finance butler, if you will, that I know that somebody's out there looking out for me. There's a lot of value in that. Absolutely. Which brings us to where we're standing right now, looking out into the future. We talked about trends a little bit. The future can be thought of as something that drives those trends and that is going to be really crucial not just in the next year or two, but maybe five, 10 years. What are some of those future elements in behavioral fintech going into 2022, beyond 2022, that you in particular are excited about? Well, at Payrails, we're very excited because again, we deal with digital payments. And to us, personalization is key. And this will carry, I think, across fintech. The more I know about the individual, the more I can tailor the experience and the more the reaction will be as well. They know me. So trends to understand is so understanding a lifestyle, life stage, habits, et cetera. 
And I said very early about being offered things that are timely and relevant. A great example is I'm 60 years old. If my bank or credit union is sending me things about save for college, they're missing the boat. They should be talking to me about retirement or vacation homes. So when I get this mass you know, offer of, hey, save for college, I sit back and I go, wow, they really don't know me. Or if I've just paid off a car and bought a new car and opened a loan with you, and you send me a notice that says, hey, do you want a new car loan? Again, you've missed the boat. The key is going to be that the more I feel understood, the more I understand that I'm getting offers that mean something to me, the more happy of a consumer, a customer, or a member that I'm going to be. Now, we're talking about knowing the mind of the consumer. If it's okay, I'd love to know a little bit more about the mind of Mickey Goldwasser and ask you, what is it about this that you find so incredibly rewarding? I can hear the enthusiasm in your voice. I'd love to know a little bit more about why this is a big part of your mission. Well, it's interesting because <laughs> maybe I feel sometimes I'm a closet psychologist, probably why I went into marketing. To me, marketing was the psychology of business. And I was always intrigued by how do you motivate behavior? And that's essentially what marketing is. And in the case of what we do at Payrolls, how do we provide an experience that consumers will rave about? To me, having technology available that can help you predict what people are going to do, having technology that can utilize the vast amounts of data that's out there to really center in on how people are thinking and to be offer them products that solve for those needs, that's always fascinated me. And what a fascinating podcast today. And just grateful that you were able to come back because you were on the Bank to School podcast. I really look forward to doing this again with you, Mickey. The key to me is if you can design and offer solutions based on behavior, I mean, your chance of success goes up. And we're always thinking about understanding consumers, your behavior, your biases, your responses, all those things. If you can build that in to your product offerings, that makes the banker credit union all that much stronger. So experience matters. Personalization is there. And I just can't tell you how much I love when we can just sit down and banter back and forth. Fantastic. Mickey, thank you so much. I just always enjoy talking with you. Thanks for the time today. You too. Mickey Goldwasser is the Vice President Marketing and Chief of Staff at PayRails. You can look for Mickey on LinkedIn. You're listening to Lou Carlozo's Bankadelic, the colorful side of finance. This podcast is brought to you by our friends at NMD Plus, based in London, Chicago, and Austin, Texas. If you like what you've heard here, be sure to check out NMD Plus's financial technology podcast, Dave and Darm Demystify, with hosts Dave Wallace and Darmesh Mystery. Bankadelic. Sponsored by the William Mills Agency. For close to 40 years, the William Mills Agency has served hundreds of companies that provide a wide range of products and services in the banking, payments, mortgage, credit union, and related markets. The William Mills Agency is the largest provider of PR and marketing services for companies that market to the financial industry. For more information, visit williammills.com. Have you thought about how you'll gain the upper hand in your search for stellar talent? 
Banker Hire leverages a niche industry with uncommon insight. They're committed to finding you qualified commercial and community banking, lending, compliance, HR, retail, and wealth talent. Banker Hire prides itself on listening and solving problems. Their approach is 100% hands-on and heads-up, giving you what you need to make smart, actionable decisions. For more information, visit BankerHire.com. Quantic is the adaptive digital bank that offers entrepreneurs, immigrants, millennials, low-income families, seniors, and others innovative banking products and services which embrace the diversity of circumstances that exist in the lives of customers while elevating their financial strength. For more information, visit QuanticBank.com. That's Q-U-O-N-T-I-C Bank.com. Wow. Mickey Goldwasser really knows the ins and outs of behavioral fintech. But what if you're bad? Bad like me. Bad to the bone. What's in it for us, my friend? It's time for Misbehavioral Fintech, where our handy suite of services are personally programmed by nine-year-old brats. <laughs> Need to pay bills? Just activate your handy trash app to throw them out. Turn down for a credit card. Our map app helps you locate the home of the credit manager so you can toilet paper his front porch. And our political incorrectness tool helps you find just the right way to tell that call center rep in Kazakhstan to shut it. So the next time you're looking to raise funds and raise hell, be sure to ring up a little misbehavioral fintech. Operators are standing by, and yes, they do accept crank calls. Yes, I'd like to speak to Keanu Reeves in the Matrix department. I'd like to start a neobank. And now, Bankadelic presents... Three Bullseyes. Number one. We as humans who are very busy and have low attention spans, we live our lives trying to multitask, but we're really good at it. The better the banker or credit union knows me, the more happy I'm going to be with that institution. Number two. Financial institutions, they have tons of data. The question has always been, how do I utilize that data? Now we have tools available such as AI and machine learning to understand and improve customer engagement. Number three. The pandemic was a big booster in the sense that it opened up the digital channel across all demographics. People were using the digital channel and one thing came out about it, they realized hey, this is pretty convenient. This is something, while I might have been forced to use it, I like it because it simplifies my life. And now, Lose Views. On today's podcast, when Mickey Goldwasser of PayRails walked us through behavioral fintech, it made me think about my own experiences as a consumer and why it matters to me that my financial institution knows me. 
Am I a number or am I somebody? And financial institutions, with all of the money behind them, the assets they manage, the brain power at their command, really are in a position to flip the coin to the right side and say, you do matter as a customer. Community banks excel at this often, but as we move into the digital age, and COVID certainly accelerated that, the question is, can we translate those experiences digitally? I think the answer is undoubtedly yes. Mickey talked about the wealth of data that banks and credit unions and financial institutions have at their fingertips. Granted, there is a challenge of how to convert this data into insights, convert insights into actions. Banks who try to do it alone may find that they hit a roadblock. I think it's inevitable. So we need to reach out to the people that can help us make sense of the data and also use some creativity and imagination. We can figure out what customers want if we just take a step back and say, well, what do we want? It's this simple. We just have to think about what surprises and delights us, what makes us come back for more. If we apply that to what we do in the financial services industry, then behavioral fintech can turn into something much more than a concept. It's a working, driving principle that guides success. Thanks for tuning in to Bankadelic. We hope you join us next time and check back in the weeks ahead as we build our podcast vault. Our producer in Chicago is Jenny Elman. Thanks again to the William Mills Agency for their generous sponsorship. Thanks to Banker Hire. Thanks also to Quantic. I'm Lou Carlozo. You can catch me on LinkedIn and someday on my Vaudeville YouTube channel. ring a ding 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 Until next time... So long. Bankadelic is a production of NMD Plus, London, Chicago, and Austin, Texas.